0: Hello and welcome to I'm not doing this for alcohol my name is Denise Ferguson from Fine Today's and today I'm here with Tara Corbett. Hi Tara how are you? Hi yes I'm good how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I'm currently camping, not that you can see it in my little
1: fake background, <laughs> sitting on a camp chair drinking a gin and tonic. Do you have a drink today? I love it, yes. I'm jealous of your pink G&T actually. Well, um, so I completely forgot to get gin, so right now I have squash and vodka, but that counts, doesn't oh, it? <laughs> yeah, Usually it's pink G&T. Pink G&Ts are my jam, definitely. Yeah, so I am an avid fan. I've drank many throughout this
0: week-long camping trip. Oh, amazing. So Tara,
1: what is your business called and what do you do? Yes, so I am a nutritionist um, and my business is just Tara Corbett Nutrition. Um, So I work predominantly with moms and women um, on losing weight, especially after their babies, Um, but also to gain more energy and just achieve more really just as a mommy, as a partner and in business. So lots of my clients are actually like super go-getters, high achievers, like coaches or in the professional world. So I really, really love working with them as well. Um, But yeah, I basically do it as well without sort of going the traditional route with like really boring starvation type diets Um, and sort of, yeah. Oh my gosh. No, we used to starve to death to be thin. (sighs) Oh my gosh, tell me about it. I can go on and on about my hatred for Slimming World and all those clubs, (laughs) but that is very much not my approach. Um, It's definitely to sort of meet you where you are and try to make little changes and just end that whole obsession with food because it's just insane the way that we're kind of brought up and like what we learn about our bodies and what to eat like how wrong it really is so i really like dive deep it's very much like a whole body coaching experience but it is about losing weight in the end so it's so interesting isn't it that's exactly exactly and like that can be so difficult and it's sort of um like looking at like how you identify like your habits and everything and sort of because what i hear so often from people when i first start working with them really is that um, they sort of don't see them as someone who could ever lose weight or ever be the size that they are because it's all is in like their identity and their little habits right I don't want to go in too much of a tangent but it's just so interesting yeah all about yeah, the habits. <laughs> so your accent doesn't sound like you're originally from England. Where are you based now and what brought you over here? Yeah so I uh, I live in Bournemouth so on the south coast of England but I'm Canadian originally. I'm from Ottawa which is the capital not Toronto <laughs> but um, I originally moved over about five years ago um, just to live in London. I had a few friends and I sort of had that mentality now or never so I went for it, lived in London, loved it um, but now i um, have settled down a bit and have a baby. So we're, we live on the coast where my husband is from.
0: (laughs) Oh, beautiful. I love being anywhere near the sea. So that must be an amazing place to uh, live and enjoy especially in the glorious sunshine that we have
1: today oh my gosh it's amazing yeah well i didn't go to the beach today it's been a bit busy with everything going on I like imagine. i mean bournemouth is all over the news isn't it for with um the insane um action that we've been having on the beaches but yeah no it's a beautiful it's a beautiful area of the country for sure um yeah. i do miss london the hustle and bustle <laughs>
0: Yeah no I live just that side of London in St Albans and I love the fact that I can get oh, yeah. the best of both worlds.
1: Oh yeah St Albans that's like right by Essex kind of isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah kind of you know yeah. half right next to Essex so yeah. yeah. Not- mm-hmm. You don't sound like I you're love- from Essex. <laughs>
0: no, no. I, I have I've lived all over the world so I've got crazy accent usually but uh yes definitely more of a northern england accent usually yeah. where my I love it. Donald posh. sorry family <laughs> <laughs> so back to your business yeah. you were saying that you know you're into nutrition you like doing the the um you know high achievers new mummies and stuff like that but what
1: got you into the business have you always been to, into nutrition yeah. So I've always been into nutrition. I only became a nutritionist, um, about two years ago or so. Um, and the, just cause it was such a passion of mine, um, through my own journey of sort of trying to lose weight and exercising, I've had such a long twisted tale of trying to get to where I am. So I decided to just go for it, become a nutritionist. And then it was only really since January that I've started my own business and started to work, um, For myself and just get my own clients and be an online coach in that whole realm and I'm so so glad that I did I mean um like COVID although that hasn't been great for anyone (laughs) it's been like a really good time in terms of just like being able to hunker down I don't know really if that's an English expression (laughs) yeah (laughs) we get it we wouldn't use it but we understand it yeah exactly but um But yeah, it's been great for that. Um, I know that like um, some of my friends as well have started sort of side hustles and little things like that during lockdown, but it's really been an opportunity for me to just like put my like um, pedal to the floor and go for it as well. So since, yeah, so still first year in business, but it's going well. Oh wow,
0: what a year to be your first year in business. No, wow. So
1: were you already offering
0: help online to to people or, or did lockdown I'm- kind of push you towards that?
1: I was um, so before January. I didn't have a site or an Instagram or anything. It was is mostly just word of mouth and things like that. And I wasn't. I was kind of you know stuck in that like, oh I don't know like the whole imposter syndrome, just not knowing if you like really want to go for it and give it your all. Um, but January, I just decided like what like why the f not? <laughs> and then lockdown. Oh, is where you can swear on the top Sorry. You never know. Yeah. Okay, good. Because I let them slip out anyway. Yeah, I was like fuck it. This is happening now or never and um and locked down because my husband was home so um I have a daughter she she just turned one in June um but anyway but he was home all the time so I was able to really like put in work during the day which was so amazing and then after he's since gone back to work of course but I've just been able to keep the momentum going so it's been amazing yeah yeah so it's wonderful how you find strategies in order
0: to be able to to manage your time when you've got young kids I know I started my business when my children were two and three I think it was and it was just madness but you know if you have to make something what you have to make something exactly
1: work. like honestly I just believe if you want like shit done ask a mom because she yes. makes it <laughs> well, yeah. happen yeah it's insane yeah you're so productive as soon as you become a mom and you're so clever with your time as well <laughs> yeah oh yeah I mean I can be in a important
0: business um meeting you know on the phone answering emails and putting a, a load of laundry on all at the same time whereas my exactly. husband would still be sitting there trying to figure out how to turn zoom
1: on <laughs> <laughs> exactly and then also they would be stressing about it and trying to get you involved <laughs> yeah 100 percent,
0: 100 percent. so did you have um an additional background before you came to england or was it something you started here
1: no, since I was in England. The company that I got my um, certification with actually is a Canadian company, um, but that was, just, that was just a coincidence. <laughs> wow, so what's your background before nutrition then? I actually studied politics in university. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, I know, completely different. It's so odd because I remember when I was younger, I like loved nutrition, um, but I didn't think that I was smart enough to do nutritional science. So it's like, no, no, I like politics too. Let's do that. Um, So that was where I was working in just sort of an admin-based office roles, generally in that whole um, sector. But I mean, I wouldn't say I was very passionate about it, whereas nutrition, I just knew. You know, when you just like know, Like in your gut, like what you should be doing, but for whatever reason, you're not. And then it gets, yeah, you really need to have a passion. And when it's your business. Yeah, definitely. I don't know how people can just do it if they don't. Well, I guess they don't, it it doesn't flourish, does it? So no. Yeah. But but um yeah, so it's been it's been amazing in that sense. And it's something that I think I think you know you're on the right track when you can just chat and chat about what you do forever, right? You'll never yeah. get bored talking about it. You can always like find something in that whole um realm as well as like when you're trying to just continue your learning and everything like that. As long as, yeah. as long as you love it, you've got it.
0: <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. So what, what are your future plans for the business and have they been changed by lockdown at all?
1: Um, I wouldn't say they've been changed. Um, I, more so, I've been inspired to do more during lockdown. You kind of you could go either way, right but I definitely went the way of where I just like saw how much potential I really really have in terms of going somewhere with this. So right now I work, um, I work with one-on-one clients. So that's, so I very much am trading my time for my money, which I absolutely love. I get amazing transformations for my clients. I just, <laughs> I can see the wasps circling know, around yeah. your head. <laughs> Authentic camping right now. I know, there's been so many wasps. <laughs> but But yes, but I just know that I'll sort of look to do other things in terms of getting a course out there, um, writing a book maybe down the lines. Uh, There's just, yeah, there's so much. But it's definitely made me think that the online space is where you really need to be right now for just anything.
0: Yeah, completely. I mean, it's just um, COVID has really shown businesses what you can do with the online market so it's really important to kind of pave your way in that sort of way of the world so what are your business goals you know for the future do you see yourself as being you know kind of the person to go to when it comes to postpartum um nutrition or you know do you do you want to collaborate with other people
1: yeah i i want to be the go-to person when it comes to women looking for another option other than other than um uh I don't want to blast swimming world again, but out of other than you know, the all the big names out there and like sort of where people are going when they want to lose weight, I want to show women that there's such a viable other alternative. And you don't need to starve yourself and you don't need to sort of make yourself miserable. Like that's why everyone I find want to get the weight loss journey over with as soon as possible because they equate it to be miserable and not being able to do anything right they're like just like I want to lose 10 pounds and I want to get it done like as of yesterday so I just want everyone to know that there's another option and if that's through me amazing but if not I just want people to know that that's not the way to do it so I hope maybe in like 20 years time we can look back at this time and kind of laugh about how we thought that that's like what would give us peace with our bodies and weight loss you know what I mean well yeah if you look at
0: 1950s you know weight loss advice to to women they were absolutely hilarious I, exactly. I especially loved the, the
1: white wine <laughs> diet which I can I know, know. <laughs> I've seen, that. I've seen that and then it's like and if you get hungry like have one whole egg or something ridiculous like that awesome. bottle of wine and an egg you know you'll be shit-faced and you won't care yeah, anymore. yeah that's it so what, what would be your three top
0: tips for for women to you know embrace losing weight in a,
1: a better more sustainable way Oh gosh, top three. That would be so difficult. Uh, The first one, definitely, definitely is to, um, to meet yourself where you are in terms of if you are like, this is, this is a big one. It's to do with carbs, right? So women, if you right now are eating like, say like a normal, a normal um, Western diet in terms of that, you're eating a carb heavy, like lunch and dinner. If you think you can go from doing that to having no carbs and no sugar as of like starting tomorrow, like you're setting yourself up for failure. So it would be sort of like just a little bit of improvement is where you need to start off. And it very much needs to be sort of that slow transition. So um, so that's definitely the first one. The second one is to stop what I call like the all or nothing mentality, which is that you are aiming for perfection. So you're going to be 100% on on plan, on point. You're avoiding all the foods that you've decided that you're going to avoid. And then the second that you slip up on a Friday evening or something, you just go like, oh, like, fuck it. I'm diving faithful into pizza, bottle of wine. And then that's going to be my weekend, right? <laughs> I'm going exactly i'm gonna eat everything because i've already undone all my hard work right so it's to it's to stop that whole like you're either completely on you're completely off and to realize that you can be somewhere in the middle and still lose weight and still be happy and then the third one would probably would def well not probably it would definitely be um to stop Classifying food as good or bad. So I know yes. that like lots of people sort of bring this up, but lots of people bring it up for a reason. <laughs> like inherently, chocolate will not make you fat. Overconsumption of chocolate will. Overconsumption of anything is where people are going wrong. So it's not yeah. the specific foods. So you don't need to think like this is where the obsession of food really is, is when people are constantly classifying what they should or shouldn't eat. Like if that's good, if that's bad, like when you just completely take that away, it's honestly life-changing when you stop like getting nervous or all the guilt really, when you eat all your bad foods that that you've decided that you, or that you've read somewhere that you shouldn't have, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah completely. It's like, so many people think that if they eat really healthy all the time and then they accidentally have a sandwich, they're going to, that's the reason they're fat. And it's really, exactly. that, you know, that's physically impossible. And it drives exactly. me insane explaining it to people. Bread <laughs> oh, is not props evil. you for describing. Only eating bread <laughs> is evil.
1: Exactly. Oh gosh, no. And it's, and It's, it's just like our own personal beliefs and like limiting beliefs and what we've been socialized to think really. So it's just undoing everything that we've been taught. And I know most of my clients, myself included, our history with diets and food like begins when we're young now, like 13 or so, you know? So if you think about it, you can't even think of a time when you didn't like think about your food and calories and all that. And that can be really, really difficult to undo. It takes legitimate work to undo yeah completely
0: so what's your so you've given us your three top tips yeah but you know one first of all where can people find you that's what we need to
1: know first (laughs) so i'm definitely the most active on instagram so um (laughs) my handle is at tara corbett nutrition all one word um at instagram but which and i am constantly going (laughs) on my stories and just giving little like takeaways for the day and my little thoughts um definitely but where can people start the best way definitely is a little observation i know that's not the most glamorous answer but it's actually observing what you're doing in terms of food and how you're thinking about food you can learn so much when you actually take a step back and look at what you're eating and look at your thoughts right before you eat so like when for example when I first bring on a client the first week before we really kick off our sessions I ask them to record everything that they eat but the thoughts and what they were doing whilst they eat and that's like the important bits that I love looking at because you might not realize but like you're thinking like that you're stressed or that you're bored or like you come home and you've just like been chasing the kids around for an hour and then you sit down and you're like fucking like flabbergasted at everything you just went through and you're like I'm gonna shove everything in my mouth because I just need to like change my state and make myself feel good. I've been like good. whole
0: week while I've been camping. <laughs>
1: I have, honestly, I,
0: just shoveled
1: food yeah, in my face. Yeah, exactly. I am saying like, it's
0: because of the fresh air, but it is just because I'm <laughs> chilled.
1: Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> oh, you can learn sorry. so I'm much go from that. Mind. Oh, bless. He wants to... Is it a he or a she? A little he. Oh, a little he. He wants to get oh, involved. calm down. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Carry on. you
1: um, Yes, but anyway. Um, but yeah, that's definitely a big, big place to start um but yeah and then it really it's a whole process after that but definitely the slower the better I know that that's not necessarily what people want to hear but it is it's the little changes um to take you from a to point b right it's all the in between that does take time and and a, and a bit of work yeah well it takes a long time to learn a new way of, of eating yeah, as well doesn't it exactly
0: Exactly. So what do you do when you're not being a fabulous nutrition co- coach? <laughs> uh,
1: what do I do? Well, like I said, I'm a mom. Um, so I spend a lot of time with my little daughter. She's um, transformed into a toddler, which is <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yes. uh, it's called a running baby. <laughs> exactly. And now I spend my time picking up all the random shit that she finds at our house that I didn't even know we had, but somehow is now in the middle of the floor. <laughs> Yeah, little destruction maker. Exactly. So I do that. Um, I do love a drink. I mean, I'm a nutritionist, but let's be real. I still need my wine and my GNTs. Um, Good girl. Exactly. Um, and I'm a runner. Uh, oh, me so too. I love running. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah, amazing. I love Were you able to run a lot during lockdown? Then um, yes. Yeah, so I ran every day during lockdown. Oh I
0: haven't God, ran at all this week uh, while I've been camping. Even though I thought, oh, it's perfect opportunity. No. I have chilled and sat down and loved every minute of it.
1: I was gonna say, so, but you need that. Like yeah, you definitely yeah. need that. Rest your your body and then like your first run back, you're gonna feel like on cloud nine, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll be back running on Monday and I'll love it. Oh, I love when do you run? What time in
0: the day? First thing in the morning. So Thanks. it used to be Yeah, it used <laughs> to be six o'clock in the morning when you know people actually went to offices. But now I've uh, stretched it to seven, which is glorious.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Do you run at that time even in the winter when it's dark?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Amazing. Oh, love the commitment. I just, um,
0: I find it's my commitment to not killing my family. It's my commitment (laughs) to (laughs) wine. My commitment to cheese. Exactly. my commitment to gin
1: and tonic. (laughs) I love it. I love the rationality, definitely. And also it's just like you're just in such a good state when you run, aren't you? Like, that's how I feel. Like, it's not even so much about what I eat. It's just about, like, I just bounce through my day when I have ran first thing in the morning. Even if I have a terrible run, I think I've lapped everyone who's still in bed so exactly you know I feel amazing I think that too sometimes when I like peer into a house that's clearly sleeping I'm like they're still sleeping right now (laughs) and I'm out here (laughs) that's so funny yeah running around swearing at myself going this is horrible (laughs) it's freezing I wish I was in
0: bed and then you think oh no actually I've done it yay exactly and then it's your first little win of the day right yeah exactly it does start you up well although I did used to have a really good morning routine which is gone absolutely out the window since lockdown I used to go for my run and then I'd meditate then I'd do my gratitude diary and then I'd start work and now by the time I've got home from my run my dog's awake, my husband's awake, my kids are awake and all of the other good things have just com- gone completely out of the window. So I do need to get them back into my life at some point.
1: I know exactly what you mean. Well, everything that you just named is what I do, but, and I do the same in terms of like, I need to wake up and do it before, before the house wakes up. Cause yeah. if I get back or if I finish my workout and anyone else is awake, like that goes to shit, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, <completely>. well, <laughs> it's not happening.
0: It's,
1: having the. Do-
0: yeah, since so having a dog, we've got a little puppy, and as soon as I'm Aww. awake, he's awake, and he just wants his mummy. So oh,
1: bless everything him! Everything goes out. Well,
0: it works. They say it's like having a baby, and let me just say it's like having a baby that runs everywhere because there is no containing Oh, great. That's so true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so true, <laughs> and it? then never calms down either. It doesn't have no. like seven naps in a day. <laughs>
0: well, he, he does. He loves a good nap. He is good, but oh, as that's long good. has. I'm in the room with him if I'm not in the room with him he is like a mess and just wants his mummy so it's outrageous at the moment yeah. but oh, bless I'm bless camping him. and he's sleeping loads at the minute he didn't get up till half nine this morning geez so oh, lovely. wow oh
1: bless him amazing. that's so cute he's loving the fresh air then
0: <laughs> loving the fresh air so am I it's amazing
1: anyway back to your business
0: so we can find you predominantly on instagram are you also yes. on facebook or linkedin or anywhere like that yeah
1: so i'm on facebook as well um which is the same tara corbett nutrition um so those are definitely the best places and my website so taracorbit.co.uk as well Fab okay that's great and do you just cover your kind of local
0: area or because you're online are you do you have like programs now where you do it you know online. yeah
1: I am everywhere
0: (laughs) so it's definitely
1: yep it's definitely online um that all my clients right now are online I would still do local I would still do face-to-face as long as someone's comfortable with that you know with everything going on but definitely online leading with the online space for sure yeah absolutely well wow,
0: it's so good having you on the podcast but we end all of our podcasts with the eight mile moment so I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me which we haven't actually covered on this on this podcast for a change but I really don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me and I love Eminem and I love the eight mile and he does all of his rap battles in that movie by saying all the worst things about him he's skinny is he's white his mum lives in a trailer yeah, so his love opponent it. can't say anything bad back about him so Tara what are the worst things about you?
1: <laughs> the worst things um I would say I'm a bit selfish <laughs> I yeah is this what you mean like characteristics about me that are bad or just like the <laughs> worst just all I say is just don't ask your husband <laughs> uh, yeah oh that's true um yeah uh the worst what else um I need my sleep I am a fucking bitch if I don't have at least nine hours of sleep which was difficult when I had a baby and yeah what else And I would say, you get
0: hangry as well. If you're hungry, you get hangry. Definitely, just so moody. I think those two things are connected. (laughs) Definitely, the type of person who needs sleep. You also cannot cope if you're hungry.
1: Definitely, and I would say as well. I over so uh, not being English and British, I don't really have that whole. Um, be very polite and don't tell people what you really think. So I've been perceived (laughs) as being a bit rude at times over here but I just like to say it's my assertiveness and I think all women need to be assertive. So fuck you, passive people who can't handle it, right? (laughs) 100%
0: fuck you, passive people. I mean, I think you need those sorts of people in the world because then, you know, we're all different and la 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 la. But I am not (laughs) one of you people. If I want to say
1: something, it's coming out of my mouth. Exactly. Like I'm not going to deliberately be rude. Of course not. But I just mean, yeah, I'm not going to tiptoe around it. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah a hundred percent well thank you
0: so much for being on the podcast tara and as always if anyone else wants to be on the podcast or you want to sponsor a podcast you can contact us at info at find-surveyors.co.uk say goodbye tara Bye, Bye-bye. bye bye